You're listening to the First Fight Podcast, home of the people and stories behind the fight. I'm Jennifer Anderson, the host and creator. My goal is to give you a peek into the remarkable world of fighting and create a platform for fighters to tell their stories. In each episode of this series, a different fighter shares a transformative story of their first time. So on today's episode, I have a big up-and-coming prospect, Terpal Hamzaev. Hopefully I said that right. Terpal, um, I love his energy. I'm really excited for him and his future, and he's doing a lot of great things right now at a time where people really aren't doing a lot. So he's taking advantage of quarantine and everything. He's been had how many? Two, three fights? Three fights. Three fights, so three wins. So he's killing it right now. Thanks for coming on the show, Turbo. You're welcome. It's so Turbo's to going to tell a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? I'm originally from Grozny, Chechnya. I was born there, lived there for six years. And I moved to United States in 2009. And I've been living here most of my life. So You moved to Jersey? I moved to uh, Texas. Uh, and I lived there for eight months, and then I moved to New Jersey after that, and I've been living here since, and just training constantly. Just graduated high school, and since then I've just been training. Did your whole family move here? Just my parents and my big brother, just the four of us. Okay. Yeah. Um, were you training martial arts before you came here? Yeah, I was always a martial artist. My grandpa, my father, they were all like fighters. Um, uh, first, I, I did a taekwondo for about seven years, and I was doing both in the beginning. Uh, when I started MMA, it was uh, three days a week I would train at MMA, and two days a week I would train at taekwondo. I still kept going to taekwondo because it was like my first love, you know, so I just kept doing it. And then I got second degree black belt there, and it, it's a big factor in my style today. But um, I still love it, but now since I'm a professional, I have to concentrate on full MMA. Mm-hmm. So. That was my first sport, yeah. really. And you said your first fight, what you would consider a fight was kickboxing, kickboxing yeah. glory kickboxing rules. Yeah. So why don't you tell me the story about how you got into that? Well, my first uh, combat sport was taekwondo, and then I just had uh, grappling matches, gi and no gi, growing up, and then... Uh, when I was like when I was 15, I had my first uh, kickboxing fight. It was a lot of pressure for me in the beginning because I was 15, and it was like in front of a big crowd, and I had all these headgear, <laughs> big gloves, shin guards. So it was, uh, and I had a rash guard on, like represent the team, you know. That's how it was before. So I had a lot of pressure. I couldn't breathe, but happily I won. I won third round TKO, and then from there I just kept competing in kickboxing, won a couple of titles, and then um, when I turned turned 18. Uh, my f- I first I turned 18 on January 22nd, and my first amateur fight was scheduled before I even turned 18. It was February 1st, and I got a first round 59 second knockout. And from there, I thought, you know, like, I gotta just keep doing this, <laughs> you know. And the amateur fight was in MMA or kickboxing. Yeah, the amateur fight was MMA uh, when I first turned 18. I never did professional kickboxing. Uh, I I was always under 18 the whole time, so like they wouldn't allow it. But I was offered one time a pro kickboxing fight in Madison Square Garden, but um, I had a MMA fight, which is my main goal, so I had to take that one, you know? 
So in your first kickboxing fight, I'm assuming you got hit. I did get hit. And, and what did I, you, it was, it was how more, did you feel about that? It, it was, it was a, it was different, but like the dog came out of me, you know, like it's fight, you know. Um, at one point I got kneed in the groin so hard, uh, I got five minute break and I took, took it all because even after the match, the cup was all cracked up. It was a bad knee. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was brutal, but I still won. I, the guy was just so gassed, like he just quit with two or 20, 20 seconds or two seconds left. He like just couldn't continue and I just teed off on him and then they stopped the fight third round. So from there, uh, I got a little comfort from that, from having that first fight with pressure. And then uh, my second fight, I wasn't like wearing like rash guard. Rash guard makes you like, you know, like makes you sweat a lot and you gas out with it. So I, I felt more comfortable. I started winning and then I started getting titles. I was fighting outside of my weight class. I didn't care. And then... Uh, and even in amateur fights growing up, like I would just take fights left and right. So in the beginning, it didn't go right. And now, uh, now it's all going good. You know? I just feel like I learned everything uh, early on when I needed to. So I don't have to deal with it later on. Right away, did you know that that's what you wanted to do? Yeah, for sure. I, I, this, this is all I ever had, you know, like just my whole family. Like, I was born in war and growing up, like I, I just seen like a lot of crazy things. And I went to school and everything. Uh, I tried a lot of things, but this is the only thing I really have the motivation to do every single day, you know, twice a day, three times a day. But um, other than that, yeah, I just like to train. Even in my free time, I'm just training. Uh, I, even if I'm not in camp, constantly I'm in camp, you know, like I train like I'm in camp. I eat like I'm in camp. So that's why everything's coming along very well, yeah. you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy to see that you're doing well. You do everything you need to do, and you have a really positive attitude as well, which goes a long way. Um, tell me a little bit more about, like, growing up in che- Chechnya. Growing up in Chechnya, it was rough because uh, I was born in '98, and um, in 1998 there was a the whole the, that whole time there was war. So. Um, all you would see is crazy things, just people dying, helicopter <laughs> blowing up, all crazy things. Like right in your yeah, everywhere. Your like, town. Yeah, everywhere. I've seen all that. Everyone around me, like my family, they all know that. Um, so like that, it, the pressure like it doesn't get to me like that when I'm in front of people and I'm competing because uh, I I was born in that. Like compared to that, this is nothing, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and. Um, I also train with the best. Like I'm training, I'm sparring with Frankie Edgar. I'm tra- I'm sparring with Timur, Timur Valiev. I'm sparring with all these guys, and like every single day, I'm pushing hard with them. So like that, yeah. when I train with people like that, and like I have this mindset that I have, you know, and confident as I am, like mm-hmm. I feel like right now, no one's gonna stop me. Yeah. You know. Well, it's amazing you were able to use that to motivate you. I guess yeah. it's all relative, and when you grow up. Around yeah, that, scary. fighting isn't that scary, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming you, your family moved to America to escape that turmoil? We first turmoil? moved to Azerbaijan country, like next to my country. We lived there about four years, and then we moved to Turkey. We lived there a couple months, maybe a year. I'm not sure. But um, ever since well, we went to Texas in 2009 after that, and then eight months later, we moved to New Jersey. And since then, I just lived here. And like... A few years ago, I started visiting Turkey. You know, my, I have a family there, so 
this past few years this past few years I've been going to Turkey that's about it and nothing nowhere else and even when I go there I'm always training you know I always look to that that's the main thing for me if I as long as I'm training hard outworking everybody it's no competition so when you were growing up with that did you think that was normal or is it something that started um you said it was your whole life yeah right it was normal for me in the beginning uh even now it's hard to imagine like you watch movies and you see stuff like that in the movies and I look back I actually used to live that life now it's like this is something that you would see even back then when we were in war you you know you watch American movies and stuff the the life you see in the tv isn't normal so for me it was never normal like freedom wasn't normal for me um but now it's I realize that you know (laughs) now I know yeah how does it feel um it's being here in comparison it's it's completely different. Even back there, it's different now. But um, for me, it's completely different. But I'm I'm I, I adapted to that. Like I know how to live to that. I was born in that, so it's like hard to say I adapted to war because I was already born during war yeah. and I was like grew up there for years. But it's so different now, you know. Uh, now I'm used to this life, and that one. It's crazy to think I lived that life before, you know. You feel like now that you're used to it, you take it for granted again. Or is it something you'll never take for granted again? Um, um, it's, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it's it's like um, I've seen a lot of crazy shit. Like, uh, it gives me motivation and everything. I, it's not something I expect to happen again because I feel like it's not the world's not the same anymore. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, the thing it's happened to me like the. Um, and so I just live with it for, with motivation, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's just weird. <laughs> yeah, because I lived, I have to live with the uh, truth, you know. Mm-hmm. If that's how I look at my career, too. I went 0-3, mm-hmm. no wins, and for me, it was hard to imagine being 0-3. Since I growing up, I always watched MMA, never wanted to lose. Everyone, every kid has that dream, you know, when they're mm-hmm. training MMA. And taking, even being 0-1 was crazy to me, and then going 0-3, it broke my heart. So now that, um, if that, that's the same for me as my, my life before, like, America, you know? It's the same. I lived that, now it's completely different. Now, I'm, now I feel like I learned everything. Now I'm just, like, on a win streak, and I continue to, I'm going to continue to grow that streak mm-hmm. with that motivation and the freedom I have. I get to do what I want, and I just train. So, yeah. you know, it's not easy, but <laughs> we make it happen. Well, the hardest part is, like, the mental aspect, yeah. right? And having confidence, but also being aware of what you're not good at. I always struggled with that anyways. How did you overcome, like, were you ever disheartened by those first three losses? You had a rough start to your pro career. Yeah, no, it was rough for me. Um, I knew, like, if I quit, if I I stop fighting forever, you're going to search up my name, always going to see 0-3, you know? I always had that in my mind, too. Uh, Like, you search me up, and then I'm 0-3 as a professional. It's going to be, like, a failed mixed martial artist, and I don't want that. No, I want to make it in the sport because I love love it so much, and um, I had to make changes in my career. I drive out here, like, hour drive, hour every day, and I got to drive hour back every day. And sometimes I do two, three sessions a day, uh, whether it's wrestling, striking, sparring, or strength and conditioning, whatever it is. But, um, yeah, I'm, sac- I'm still sacrificing a lot driving all the way over here, but that also motivates me. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm sacrificing a lot, which makes, gives me a drive to, like, do more. Like, I'm, do- I'm doing all of this for nothing, you know, you know? So. What do you 
say you find that success that you want, what do you want to do with it? Um, I just, just for wanna, the sake of being the best? Yeah, I just want to I want to help people, you know, I want to help people achieve their goals, their dreams. I want to I want to do good with it, you know. I don't want to I don't want to have that wasted or like, you know, help people in need or like, you know, there's a lot of people struggling out there. I want to help people, you know. That's my main goal. That's awesome. Yeah. So, where are we at now? What are you? I'm three and three. Three and three now? Yeah, I mean, since you've transitioned over to Nick Catones, you've yeah. been undefeated. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you're so too. talented. It actually works in your advantage, too, because it's hard getting fights when you're yeah. undefeated. So those losses kind of help you. It sucks, yeah, exactly. but it'll help you. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm really looking forward to seeing your progression. Like I said, I love your attitude, and you, you can tell – how far someone's going to go by their attitude. It's not just skills alone. And you have the skills to match it. So they're always talking you up at the CFFC about how um, your record doesn't really show how good yeah. you are. It's... They see that now, you know? <laughs> yeah. I feel like also growing up, uh, even my uh, early amateur career, um, um, you had to weigh in and then fight same day. That was a little different for me. Uh, I would always be sick in fights. Mm-hmm. And then when I went pro, like I didn't know how to, like, cut weight properly and then like eat like yeah. how to gain it back uh, the proper way so that was I feel like that also messed me up a lot uh, but I was always in the in the fight you know like I was, I was always like in the fight like kill or be killed even that, even though I wasn't healthy mm-hmm. but I feel like I'm I've surpassed that now like I, I know how to get that you know uh, I'm learning every day I ask people here I ask Frankie Edgar Timur like what they eat fight day or like after wanes and what they do before wanes you know it's not just like going in and fighting and like that you got to also go balance your recovery your hard training but at the same time you don't want to miss out on your training because then you're not training hard enough and you don't want to work less than your opponent like this morning I woke up I was feeling so beat I was thinking I was like damn like <laughs> I feel so sore and then I was like you know what maybe my opponent when it's training today, and I don't want him to like out- outwork me, you know, so I never understand the guys that don't work that hard. It's like you're yeah. in your main, best yeah. interest to train as hard as you can, yeah. like I don't ever want to be outworked by anyone because exactly. it's like I think of it as an arms MMA is an arms race, right no, like is, everyone yeah. is Absolutely. constantly training there's there's not not enough time in the day to learn everything you need to learn, yeah, exactly. right, so it's like and you don't go in a fight day like trying to make plans you know it all comes down to the camp how you yes. trained how you whoever outworked like you know whoever wants it more gets it at the end of the day because when you're in that mode especially earlier in your career I feel like you just do whatever you train the most yeah. you know like my first fight exactly yeah it it was new to me, so I just went to basics. You know, like you always, they say you rise or you fall to your level of training, and I believe that. That's how I would like overcome being nervous about a fight. Is that yeah. in my head? Just I'd knowing say, you put it's in done the work. already. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. what my body, it's muscle memory. Like it's just gonna do what I've been training. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, you're just. It's a big test. Like. Are you are you ready or are you not? Like yeah. it's gonna. You got three rounds or five rounds or whatever it is. You're gonna like show you're ready or the other guys. 
And it's embarrassing, you know, you get embarrassed, your whole family's watching, your family's watching, and you don't yeah, want to get embarrassed in front of Yeah, that's what I always say, like, there's no motivation, like, knowing you can yeah, get I'm, beat up in front uh, of yeah. your family. <laughs> I, I take a lot of, I take, I get ashamed of that, you know, that, mm-hmm. that also motivates me. I don't want to be let down in front of my family, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, friends and everybody, all the people that support me, like, they're relying on my win, and I just let them down. It's, it's, it's a big upset, you know? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you said you're, you don't have a contract yet, or you're scheduled for April? I, I haven't signed the contract yet, but um, April 1st or 2nd, CFFC. Uh, PA? I don't know yet. They didn't tell me location either, okay. but it's probably going to be in 2300 yeah. Arena. That's what they're doing their next event against uh, Chris, uh, what was his name? I, I always forget his name. Chris, 4-4. So okay. Yeah, they gave me a name, Chris, 4-4. Four four. He's uh my last opponent has a win over him. They went to decision. Tough guy. He's not. He's also better than his record, you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's an interesting fight. I'm looking forward to it. I feel like I'm ready right now, yeah. and it's like nine, eight weeks out. <laughs> you know. You're killing it. I'm really excited for you. Sure, I you. think you're definitely someone to look for coming up through the regional circuit. You sure. have the perfect platform with the CFFC as well. So. Wish nothing but the best for you. You deserve any success that you find. And we will hopefully be seeing you on UFC's Fight Pass in April. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, next two years, you're going you're gonna to expect big things from me. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Turbo. Thank you so much. Once again, thank you, Turbo, for coming on the show. Uh, I really enjoyed his perspective on things. Like I said, he's definitely a prospect to be looking out for on the regional circuit. He should be fighting this April for CFFC's next card, I believe, in PA. And I'm really looking forward to see him continue to develop in his career. This episode just highlights one thing that I really love about fighting is that it brings people from all over the world, all different religious backgrounds, different languages, political views, anything. You know, fighting is its own language, really. We've trained with people who don't speak the same language, never learned English. We never learned Russian, Portuguese. And we all can train together and we understand that one common language and I love it it doesn't matter how much money you have how you grew up I mean look at Turple I had no idea he had come from that type of turbulent background and fighting tends to draw I would say people from rough upbringings as well but uh, not always and it's just something I find really cool which is why I enjoy talking to the people behind the fighter so thanks again Terple. I really appreciate it as usual you can um, follow us on our Instagram page and check out our website to see all our previous episodes and upcoming episodes we'll have a new one out next Tuesday as well so stay tuned